I'm starting to think that Cadmus needs therapy. <laughs> you literally took notes. I did. Who the hell is Kiaria? <laughs> you think I you think I put time into spelling things? I just typed in letters and moved on. There's so many extra letters in there. <laughs> but I don't even know what you did there. <laughs> hey, it's Corey, your DM. Welcome to Vibe Proficiency, a D&D podcast about death, forgetting all the NPC names, and, uh, you know, questioning all your past actions, I guess. Uh, taking a moment up top to say thanks to everyone for being so cool about us taking a couple weeks off there. Uh, your boy got sick and also busy and <laughs> just kind of ran out of time to cut this one together and all that. Uh, also, double thanks to everyone who sent us screenshots of our show on their Spotify raft this year. Uh, <laughs> honestly, it, it didn't even make the cut on my own, so uh, it means a whole lot that you're all enjoying it. Uh, everyone says thank you, by the way. It's so rad to see it. Um, I, I don't have much else to say before we start, and I really don't want to make you wait anymore for this one. So uh, let's do the intros and then the like, uh, you know, the show. All right. Thanks. Hello, I am Becca. I'm playing Mira. She's a tiefling druid. And her fun fact today is she pretty much cannot cook for the life of her. So most of what she eats is raw foods, like different berries and such. But she can bake the best acorn pancakes you have ever had in your life. That is her favorite treat. That sounds like a good treat. How do you make them? So you you just you ground acorns into acorn flour. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense, get a actually. little milk. Yeah, they make like acorn bread is an actual. Thing. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> just make some pancakes. Throw some berries on it. You can get some honey if you befriend the bees and ask nicely. And I will. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. I could really go One day I'll make that. it for the party. Oh, perfect. Wait, so, yeah. so it, it comes from bee honey? Well, no, the acorns come from trees. And then if you want honey, you have to ask the bees nicely. But I thought uh, Peck was smart. No, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just according to all known laws of the... I'm just, you know, <laughs> Excellent bee movie joke. See, Solid. I'm working that one in because I realized Corey made a B movie joke. Yeah, like ten in, like, episodes, episodes ago, two or three. <laughs> hey, Casey, what's your fun fact this week? All right, I'm Casey. I play Kira, the Kalistar monk. Uh, Kira's fun fact this week is when Kira was younger, uh, she didn't have any friends because you know of her illness, and since she didn't have friends, she made up friends. Uh, so she had two imaginary friends. Uh, they were called Blink and Princess. Wait, but when what? she was about six years old, Blink and Princess left Kira for her imaginary sister because her imaginary sister was cooler than she was. <laughs> oh, that's so upsetting. <laughs> Wait, tell, tell me a, a little bit about Blink. Uh, Blink is a warrior, and uh -huh. he always saves Princess. Shoot, I... That... Elwyn was friends with Blink. Oh, my God. What are the chances? Oh my, what, are the, what are the odds? I, didn't think anyone was actually ever going to talk about Blink. He was like the <laughs> coolest guy and his shield like he was using had like the 82 Shoot. on it. Yeah. And he would always like whenever he would attack, oh he'd God. be Blink 82 and 182 <laughs> and it would be, it's crazy. Uh, is it 182 or? It was, well, he, it's one shield. It's one well, shield that has 82 on it. Okay. How long were you, how long were you all friends for? Like, like what was the time stamp between you became friends until they left you for your imaginary sister? They left Kara for her imaginary sister when she was six years old. So they were friends for probably four years maybe three years probably Ooh, yeah probably what a three betrayal. yeah top 10 anime betrayals <laughs> you know to be fair that that lasts longer than most friendships i was gonna say i don't plan to be friends with you people that long <laughs> no like as soon as this podcast is over as soon as elwyn dies delete it <laughs> bye 
Um, I, hi, I'm Tyler. I play Chemist Lightbringer, half orc paladin. So ever since a young age, potentially the age after the massacre of his village, he has had a very one-track mind on things. And once you set him in a direction, he's kind of like a paper airplane where you just kind of throw it and it just kind of goes that direction until it, you know, hits the floor. <laughs> There's no real turning it. It's just going to go where it's going to go. Can't really stop it. I like how poetic that was. <laughs> yeah. He's also a poet. I like how much it called to attention that I can't make paper airplanes well enough to fly them straight. I didn't say they went very far. <laughs> so the thought doesn't last long then. I mean, he is a scholar. That's what his mom said anyways. His mom's very generous, sweet lady. I was going to say, she really, really cared about Cadmus. Not about what others think, but... What are you trying to say? Mm, okay, it's uh, my name is Kelly. I uh, I play Harp, the Changeling Ranger. And on this week's fun fact, so before Harp gained uh, dark vision, she was kind of, I wouldn't say super scared, but a little afraid of the dark. So uh, if anybody noticed, she liked to sleep near windows and she would keep the curtain open to let like a little bit of moonlight in. Mm-hmm. But uh Again, not terrified, just not thrilled about the dark. More, it Was it more afraid of the dark or afraid of what's in the dark? Well, she doesn't like creepy crawlies. I mean, we've, we've gone over this. So she's just, uh, she likes to see what's going on. She doesn't want any mysteries popping up. So she, she's the person who needs a nightlight, basically. Fantasy nightlight. Nightlight is real good for attracting creepy crawlies. Well, don't tell her that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's a... Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. Hail and well met. My name is Chandler. I play Elwyn Peck, a pseudo dragon that was formerly an elf. You see, I did it backwards that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, 100 good deeds must be done. Uh, one way or another. I don't I don't even know where I was going with it. I don't know, but I like Uh, it. It's very prophetic. Very. Yes, very. Uh, fun fact about Elwyn. I feel like we haven't talked about it a lot, uh, but a, a big fan of books. Always looking for the next big novel, like, series to get into. Mm. Um, has been looking for one for a while. Hopes to find one soon. Last big one that they read uh, was uh, Fantasy Lord of the Rings, which is just <laughs> Lord of the it's Rings. It's like a historical <laughs> fiction? or Yeah, it's no, like historical. I mean- it took pl- It's actually a history book. Uh, but, uh, Elwin likes to pretend like, uh, it's, it's like an actual novelization. That's why there's so many, that's why there's so much descriptors about everything. Cause it's just a history book. And every time we open the floor, so the reason, if we haven't talked about this, the reason we do these fun facts is because it's like really nice to a warm up your voice and sort of like, I'm not performing too hard right now, sort of fashion. And B, it helps you kind of get into character, but C, all this shit just becomes canon. And that's the part that scares me a little bit. Is that like... Yeah, that happened. I love seeing what you guys are going to bring to this. But now I have to wonder... You know, like a thousand years ago, the events of Lord of the Rings took place. Sure. Not on this continent. Not in not, but not if, where we are. if you'll recall, a couple continents Tyler over. had a fun fact <laughs> about helping some hobbits take some jewelry to a mountain. <laughs> yes, that's what I was about to say. And now Shoot. I have questions. How old is Cadmus? You know what? Tyler, how old is Cadmus? I mean, he's only like, you know, 26 or whatever. But I mean, is that in, you know how history happens. Is that in half-orc years or... Well, also the world 
keeps turning at the same rate no matter what species you are. Uh, not for dogs. Are you telling no. me that the world spins faster for dogs? No, dogs just experience life at an accelerated rate. Like, I actually, it doesn't really make much sense that every one year is seven years in dog. That really has never made sense to me. Do you really want to know? No, I feel like it's more fun not to. Ignorance is bliss. That's the Cadmus Nano. No, can you explain it to me? Do you want me to? Yes. You just take the average life expectancy of a human and the average life expectancy of a dog and you ratio them. And you get about... That's that thing on Twitter where you comment on something without liking on it, right? Right. You just say ratio. I've never really fully understood ratio. <laughs> Do you want me to explain that? <laughs> yes. We we will get to that after the show. Uh, last time on Vibe Proficiency, you all left the house in the woods and made a beeline for Port Crescent because based on the clover and the spell scrolls marked with the little bee illustrations, you figured at least one shopkeeper had some explaining to do. Uh, first, you decided to take the subtle approach with Moira, the owner of the spelling bee. Uh, Mira and Peck made some small talk with her, trying to get some information on who may have purchased the scrolls you found. Uh, and Mira even pulled off the old look what I found on the floor gag with one of the scrolls you collected from the house in the woods. And Moira mentioned that she'd marked that particular scroll as missing not long before. Uh, after the cool and collected plan was done being executed, the chaotic one began and you all tried to break into the closed rats, bats, and vats. After leaving partway through that to go buy thieves tools with Harf's help, Kira was able to unlock the back door and you all immediately began looting the shop. Uh, when you heard a noise upstairs though, Peck went to go check it out and ended up getting hit with some kind of ice potion thrown by a fleeing cloaked figure in the darkness. As the group rushed up the stairs and Elwyn Misty stepped after the figure, they were able to lock themselves in a room at the end of the hall. Uh, Mira and Cadmus, as the door was destroyed by the powerful axe, you saw the figure's face. It was Hildry the halfling owner of Rats, Bats, and Vats, the first kind face you met in Central Plaza, the woman who helped you make an antidote for the hemlock toxin, the person who quickly became your go-to source of answers, the one who Mira so recently promised to protect. She is looking at you in what can only be described as intense fear, and she is pulling herself up to flee out the window. Uh, Mira and Cadmus, you're at the open door. What are you doing? Command. Well, I, yeah, I guess if you're going to command, I won't do entangle. I mean, we'll, both... we'll do it at the same time. Okay, we can do it yeah. at the same time. I'm going to entangle. And I'm going to cast Halt. Okay, what saves do you need from her? For entangle, she has to do a strength save of 13. And while she's making the strength save, she can make a wisdom save of 12. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> One of us will get her. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, for strength, we have... A 13. Strength, it was a DC of 13, so I think she beats it. Okay, second chance here with a wisdom save. Oh my god, yeah, uh, 17 plus 2, 19. Oh no. Uh, okay, so uh, both of these don't actually quite land in the way that you'd hoped. Uh, these, like, ensnaring vines erupt from the cracks between the floorboards and grass batter, uh, but she's able to break free, and you see her shake off your command to halt, Cadmus. Uh, but last time I rolled decks for her to see how fast she could get out the window before you broke in, and she crit failed. Uh, like, that's like why you caught up to her and got to see her face. Uh, so let's like stick with that roll right now and say she's still struggling with the latch on the window. Nice. And she like can't quite get it open while fending off your spell. Great. So after failing with Entangle, I'm going to immediately hit her with a thorn whip to try to pull her 10 feet closer. Nice, yeah, uh, roll so the attack. So it's vines everywhere for me. <laughs> I love it. 15. Yeah, 15 certainly hits. I'll roll up some damage. Uh, they do 1d6 piercing damage. So that's five, and uh, she gets pulled closer to us 10 feet. Awesome, yeah. As soon as she's pulled closer, I'm going to grapple her. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, let's oppose strength then. 
Uh, not her best skill, TBH. Uh, yeah, she got a two. 17. <laughs> okay, yeah, that'll do it. Where do you think you're going? Uh, I honestly think she's just like a bit too shocked to do much of anything, but try to pull against you and the thorn whip and try to get free. I wouldn't struggle against them. The more you struggle, the more it'll hurt. Yeah, like she is just not really listening to reason and she's pulling against these vines and you can see that she's getting nicked and scratched by the small thorns, but it's just like not registering to her. Uh, I take the necklace with the uh, shamrock. I pull it, like, straight up, just pull it off my neck and just throw it at her. Be like, we yes. found this. Sorry, you throw the glass vial at her? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to hit her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll arrange the attack, I guess. Okay. Uh, Watch this not even be her. Uh, that's a 16. <laughs> okay. Uh, you hit her square in the face. Uh, roll a d4 of damage. <laughs> <laughs> We're just beating up the shop. Well, she betrayed my trust. Maybe. Weren't you the one advocating for asking questions first? I thought we were friends. Oh, that's a lot of d4s. <laughs> Hold on. Did you just roll 11 d4s? The first one was three. <laughs> okay. Uh, you deal three damage as it plunks into her cheek and crashes to the floor. Uh, and she says, you can't be here. You have to go. Why and not? And why can't we be here? And she gives you this look and then she starts struggling against the vines and Cadmus grip again. I am going to put my hands on her shoulder and cast Charm Person. Oof. Okay. Uh, so it's a wisdom save of 13. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to ask. Uh, yeah, she got an eight. Okay. So you can tell us why we well, can't be here. Hold on, because I need to look something up real quick. I'm not sure if... Uh, How to prevent Charm Person when you fail the saving uh, No, no. I think there's something in there about if they're being harmed by you. If we do anything like physically harmful to her, it ends. Yeah, but there's something else, I think. Uh, do you have it handy already? Do you, like, do you mind reading it really quick? No. Um, you attempt to charm a humanoid. Uh, must make a wisdom saving throw. And does so with advantage if we're fighting it. So she does <laughs> yeah. get one more roll. Because I, I guess after throwing that at her face, that would be considered fighting. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the one. Uh, so let me roll again just to make sure. Uh, 16? Oh. Is that your save? It's 13, so she she's, she's charmed briefly and then overcomes it. Yeah, she and and she knows that you've tried to do so. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you see her produce like a tiny dagger and start hurriedly trying to cut at the thorned vines with it, but she's having no real luck getting through them. I'm going to put my sword up to her throat. Uh, and do what? <laughs> I recommend dropping that. <laughs> uh, roll intimidation, I guess. 23. Yeah, you see her kind of hesitate a moment, and then the dagger clatters to the wooden floor. Uh, what are the rest of you doing right now? I feel like I'm just chilling in the hallway watching this whole showdown, to be honest. I very much imagine Harp just, like, arms crossed, leaning against the door frame and watching us. Pretty much. <laughs> Peck is just in the hallway trying to get the stuff off. Yeah, like, chip away at the ice from your claws a bit. Uh, by the way, you can all see that she's kind of like struggling with the vine still, not so much trying to free herself as she is trying to like find a more comfortable way to be wrapped up in dozens of sharp thorns. And like full disclosure, I like am rolling damage on that as we go. Yeah, I'm gonna, I wanna take out my rope and like wrap her in that so then she's not getting whipped every two seconds. Yeah, you can totally do that. Uh, you've got her subdued at this point, it's fine. So she's not gonna pass out. Yeah. Who are you working for? And why were you in that estate? Uh, she kind of sighs in relief as the thorns release her and you bind her in the softer rope and she's a bit out of breath and she says, uh, you know, I was kind of wondering those same things about you, if I'm honest. I work for... Y you work for... Think long and hard. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, who do you work for? <laughs> <laughs> she says, um, no, no, it's fine, dear. I, I actually think I know that part already. And she kind of looks around, sizing up the rest of you and getting the layout of the room again. I kind of make a signal as well to end a show of, if Harp's at the door, I'm going to have, like, not to Kira to stand by the window. Yeah. Armed. Yeah. So that all exits are armed. So she can break free all she wants. Okay, yeah. Uh, Cadmus, she says, you don't have to do this, you know. You will answer me because my sword is at your throat. She, uh, she squints really hard, like, like bracing for it as you bring it closer. And she says, you're making a huge mistake and I I really wish you'd reconsider. Enlighten us and I might be a bit more forgiving. I want to get like right on her eye level and like just grab like right at her chin and be like, give us a reason to believe you. I thought we could trust you and you proved it once. So now we're not trusting you again. Is this like, are you trying to be endearing or like like scary. Oh no, no, I'm mad at her. Okay, uh, then in that case, uh, you get like right at eye level and you say this to her and she tightens her eyes in what you originally think might be fear. Uh, but when you see one tear finally slip from the corner of her clenched eye, you realize it's, it's not that, or it's not just that at the very least. And she says, oh, sweetie, I really need you to trust me on this one and stop asking questions. I don't really I do once. trust you. I already though. proved that we can't trust you. Can we see her room first? Yeah, sure. You want to check out her record collection? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we get an idea of what she's been doing in the background while they're. Well, Harp's going to walk in, I guess, slowly. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, uh, roll investigation, yeah. Okay. I got a nine. Yeah, you're looking around the room, and with a nine, you see more nearly identical books to the one that you all found in the backpack at the house in the woods, Um, the one where the loose pages came from, Uh, just a handful of little bound journals. So I look over to her and I go, so what are you planning to do with all this, huh? Uh, Are you, like, pointing at the books? Yeah. Uh, She says, sorry, my my diaries diaries yeah she just kind of looks where you're pointing in as much confusion as she's allowing herself to be in about your question while you know like also devoting her mental capacity to like you know not dying in her own home okay (laughs) i turn to peck and say i think we have something of hers that might jog her memory a little oh i'm i'm still i'm I'm out in the hallway i'm trying to get the stuff off my my paws (laughs) oh god I say it quite loudly, though. Oh, uh, y- y- yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I said I think we have something that might jog her memory a little bit. Oh, do you want me to stab her? <laughs> I don't really have her. stabbing no, no, abilities. The book, the book, the book, pet. <laughs> oh, the, yes, the book, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I And I pull out the uh, the book and I go, ah, oh, this right here. <laughs> yeah, she, uh, she looks at it and you can see the gears turning and the dots connecting. Uh, and she looks back up to you, Cadmus, and she says, I-, I only really saw you and the cat. If she says it's just you and the cat, then I'm for sure about to wild shape into a panther again <laughs> to prove a point. <laughs> so I'm going to wild shape into a panther and like growl at her. And meanwhile, I'm still at her level. So she's staring at me as I like my tiefling eyes turn into panther eyes and just growl. Growl. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what your growl sounds like? Yeah, just like that. That's- <laughs> uh, yeah, Mira, like having been on the viewing end of almost this exact spectacle when you were younger, you like, you know the kind of involuntary fear she's going through, even as she like shuts her eyes tight again and breathes deeply to try and calm herself. You betrayed the wrong person. She like nods quickly, still sort of like deeply breathing and finally manages to open her eyes again, looking down at her feet. And she sees the single clover amidst the now shattered pieces of the glass vial she'd lovingly put it in. 
And she says, I may have. Betrayal is, well, and she like nudges the little shamrock with her boot. A lot of that going around these days. You could help resolve some of that by enlightening us on why you did what you have been doing. She, uh, she gives a tiny nod and she looks at you. You matched our physical characteristics of the person who's been raising the undead between here and Holyhead. I believe it's you. And if it's not you, uh, help me believe it isn't. Um, she, uh, she like looks straight up like she's trying to contain tears again. So I dropped, I dropped wild shape. It was just a intimidation thing. Yeah. And I say, what do you know about the crown of the forgotten one? Uh, make a perception or insight check while you ask that. Your choice. Oh, well, I have a plus five to perception, so I'm hoping. Uh, that's a n- 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 19. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while you're asking the question, uh, you notice the tiniest movement in her eyes. She looks past you to the empty far corner of the room and then back yeah, in just a microsecond. But you caught it. And she says, I, I, I don't. I'm going to turn to Harp and be like, hey, Harp, do you want to check out that corner? I think she might be hiding something. Will do. I walk over to the corner, and I got an 18, (laughs) y'all. Nice. Uh, Yeah, Harp, you're walking over to this shelf that has, like, a few knickknacks on it to start investigating, and you notice this familiar feeling under your boot, and you hear the telltale knock of a loose floorboard sliding ever so slightly and bumping into its neighbor since it's not nailed down. And you're, like, mid-step, and you catch yourself kind of smiling because Axelia showed you how to make a little hidey hole just like this when you were a kid. Think I've found something. Yeah, and you've likely had one of these, but, you know, maybe a bit more well-hidden in, like, every place you've lived alone for years. So you know how to pop out a dagger and flip up the loose section, and uh, inside you see a soft but thick fabric bag. I wonder if our friend will let us uh, open up the bag and see what it is. So Harp starts slowly opening the bag. She, like, pulls against the ropes, and she starts trying to stand, and she says, Wait, wait, no. Oh, wh- why? Y- you can't. Wait, please, please don't open that. Uh, like, in good cop, bad cop style, I'm going to put my hand, like, gently on her cheek and be like, I'm sure <laughs> Kellen Vore would like to have this back. <laughs> uh, she's, like, getting increasingly agitated and panicked. And even though you're in her face, she's like trying to pull away and look behind you at Harp with the bag. And she says, please keep it closed. Uh, you don't know what it is that you're dealing with. I'm begging you to be extremely careful. I think with- we're uh, past the point of caution now. Do you guys have anything else to say to this woman before I give her quick release into the way <laughs> oh beyond? Uh, just, just a quick detect magic on the on the bag because she hasn't opened it yet. Yeah, Peck, there's just so much fucking magic on it. So much <laughs> magic. Uh, can I see, like, what kind of magic? Is it, like, trap magic that if the bag opens, it explodes and kills us? No. You know, like, like, arc-level stuff? Like, you look into the, like arc, the arc and we covenant. all, like, turn into... Now we're back on Indiana. Jones. Back Indiana. Yeah, you yeah, know. I actually forgot that uh, it was a crown. Uh, because of my Indiana Jones goof, I honestly thought we were looking for a chalice <laughs> this whole time. I thought it was a I staff. Hey, can you, can you change it to a chalice real fast? I am so glad I wrote this down, because otherwise... <laughs> We would have gotten You're all looking nowhere. for different artifacts. <laughs> <laughs> back and took notes. I wrote down every single detail. Do you want to locate object real fast? Uh, uh, it depends <laughs> yeah, on what we're going to do with her, because I have about one yeah, shouldn't spell we, slot shouldn't left. Shouldn't we find out why she's doing this before we kill yeah, her? Yeah, I, I really don't. That seems like a terrible idea. Why don't we not kill her? Um, uh, Real fast, uh, uh, Hildry. Uh, can, you, can you give us just a... We, we won't kill you. Like, look, 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 look. 
I don't want to kill you. That wouldn't be a good deed, don't you think? Also, this is probably the first time that you've seen me as just a dragon, not really a person. So I feel as if I should reintroduce myself. Uh, <laughs> are you are you caught off guard by this in any way, shape, and form? Normally, people are. Uh, yeah, uh, honestly, I mean, I didn't even think of that. Uh, I, like, I think in the chaos, it has taken her a moment to realize that your unseen servant is nowhere to be seen. But the voice she recognizes as you is coming from your, you know, pet pseudo dragon. And now that you've mentioned it, she's coming down from the confusion, and it's and it's a bit bewildering. Yeah. Yes. I, I, yes. Listen, none of us want to kill you. I, I have to do 100 good deeds to turn back into an elf, so me killing you wouldn't be a good deed. The only person here who wants to kill us is, is the guy with the sword to your throat. Um, I really want to kill you. Yes, but he only wants to kill you because he has an oath. Cool motives, still matter. So if you tell us what you've done, if you've done nothing wrong, he will not kill you. She uh, she gives it a moment of thought, yeah. And she says, uh, you know what? I'm not sure how to answer that, even to myself. I just, I don't know if I can wholeheartedly say that I'm doing the right and noble thing anymore. Oh, I might regret doing this. Okay, so I'm going to do the nice cop thing again. I'm going to use my last spell slot. I am going to cast Cure Wounds on her. Uh, also, if she dies, do you think we could find a deed to this place and then we could like open up our own shop? And yes, then that could just could. That could just be the new campaign. It's just we have a, we, we run a shop. Well, we killed the necromancer, so it, everything should be okay, right? Yeah, I guess. She gets nine points of health back. Cool. And I look at her and I say, listen, we don't want people to die. And if these undead keep coming back, they're going to die. Do you want people to die? She says, I, I know what this must look like, but uh, you have to know that everything I've done, I I've done to prevent death and, and worse. That's what you think. And holy head, people have died. Wait, who? I'm, I'm, I'm lying. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, like, you know that nobody died, according to the reports there and Port Crescent, just to be it's clear. It's a lie. She doesn't know that. We were just there. Okay. Um, when when we went there in the attack, someone got injured when, uh, from the time that you left, because when we chose, you remember when we chased you through the forest, yes? Uh, she kind of looks at you more inquisitively than out of fear now. Do you remember us chasing you through the forest? She says, no, I think that we've only met here in the shop. I um. Have you have you been in the forest recently? <laughs> uh, just just to get to the safe house, and you were there too. Um, guys, I don't think that this is the necromancer anymore. I don't think that uh, this is the person we're looking for. Um, <laughs> little awkward. She has the crown. <laughs> just for clarity's sake, you followed after a cloaked figure's tracks through the forest and lost them on the eastern coastal path. And the implication there was that you were following Arwell. Oh, we did. We did, didn't we? Yeah, she made yep. her way back to Holyhead. You followed her tracks, but you didn't catch up with her. We did, and but she has the crown. Yep, no, I, I take what I just said back. Didn't say that. <laughs> I forgot that it was the rogue that we chased. I forgot that the whole heist happened in Holyhead and not in Port Crescent. <laughs> um, so, uh, so back to my earlier line of questioning. Okay, back on. <laughs> Saved it. Um, when you did leave, uh, there was someone who did get injured, and and they were fine when you left, but they did uh, they did die to their wounds afterwards. It was very sad. We we went to the memorial service. Uh, I mean, roll deception again. Deception. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that's what I'm really good at. I have a plus six to deception. Of course, thank you goodness do. for that acting feat. Uh, that's a dirty twenty. Yeah, she says. Uh, no, that that can't. Who 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 was it? It. It, it it was it was a child, little Sammy I think was his name. <laughs> <laughs> it was all good up until that. Yeah, I mean I think you're full of shit, but you rolled good. So. <laughs> I'm 
so glad we got that acting feat for little Sammy. <laughs> uh, she says, uh, is that, uh, oh, God's the, the baker's son. Yes, yes. Samuel. Yes, Samuel. Samuel Bakerson. Mr. Yep. <laughs> he was, no, it was, it, I believe it was uh, Samuel L. Uh, Bakeson. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was always being so upset about all the snakes that ended up in his bakery. Are you doing this bit in character? No. <laughs> uh, she says, God, I'm, I'm so sorry. And you see that she's, like, visibly upset, like, genuinely so. And she looks back at you, Harp, and she says, Listen, you don't know what you're doing with that. I, I thought I did, but clearly I don't. But none of that matters as much as this. If you're found with that, that's it. It's done. I can't let that happen again. We, we can't let that happen. So, so who are you trying to keep? Who are the hands that you don't want it to fall into? Give, give, give like a. Is there, is there a group? Is it the thieves guild? Uh, that would certainly be a good example. Yes. Uh, so, are you trying to tell us that you're the hero who's protecting it from the from the people? She says, "Hero seems like the wrong term for sure." But uh, right now, I'm just trying to protect you and everyone else in town from that. And she points to the bag in Harp's hands. If you wanted to protect people, then why take it from the temple in the first place? She says, "You're right. I, it wasn't the best idea. I, I panicked." Um, can I? Divine sense. Yeah, you, you open your awareness to feel for intense good and intense evil. And aside from the now familiar duality of Kira, you feel this this deep, dark sense of foreboding emanating from the crown. And you remember the vision of the crown maker and how just ill it made you feel to watch it be made. And now that it's in front of you and you're focusing your divine sense on it, that same sickly feeling is just washing over you in waves. That crown is evil. <laughs> Slightly <laughs> glances at Kira for a second, but I don't say anything. The crown, I sense evil off of it. So Harp wants to start opening up the bag in front of her just to kind of see if it like what kind of reactions she has. Yeah, she's still watching you with the bag like like you're her primary focus for sure. Uh, and as soon as you pull at the drawstrings on the bag and loosen the little bow, uh, she tenses up real fast and she says, P please, you, you really don't want to do that. I don't know. I feel like I would look good in a crown. And I just keep opening it up so slow. <laughs> yeah, like you undo the drawstring and start pulling at the mouth of the bag and opening it up slowly while watching her. And she says, okay, seriously, this isn't funny. You can't do that. And you don't know what you're doing right now. Please. Oh, just man, I'm just going to kind of pry this open a little bit right now. She's like struggling to get free. Like your passive inside is high enough that you can read the fear and distress on her face as plain as day. And she really, really doesn't want you to do that. Uh, I would like to uh, uh, limit it, or not limited telepathy, that's different. Uh, do the thing where I speak with my mind. Uh, I can't think what it is. Uh, you know, mind speak. Chris Angel mind speak? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, awaken mind. Sure, that's uh, the one. To harp and be all like, hey, if we distract her, I have minor illusion. If you open up the bag, I can minor illusion the crown onto your head and see if she reacts to that. What you think? I won't. Can you hear back me saying yes? <laughs> uh, it, it, it says you can telepathically speak to any creature you see within 30 feet of you if it understands at least one language. That's, I, I think that's up to Corey if you can speak back. I mean, I, I can just kind of like nod or something slightly. Yeah, you nod your head. Yeah. All right. Slightly nodding. <laughs> uh, I uh, then uh, speak to Cadmus and I go, or I, I send it to everyone, but I'm like, hey, just rough her up a little bit for a second where she's not paying attention. As soon as he says that, I'm going to crack her head. Yikes. Oh, oh my I just God. God. Please don't kill her. Uh, uh, 
I mean, yeah, roll the attack if you really want to. Non-lethal damage. Can I can I put it can I put my arm up to try to stop the attack? Sure. Uh yeah, so like roll a dex save if you want to stop the attack and uh Tyler, you roll a non-lethal melee attack. This is so dysfunctional. Um <laughs> 22. Oh, well, I got a nat one on trying to save, so... Oh, Yikes. fuck. Um, shit, yeah, that's not great. Uh, you uh, you jump forward to try and, like, push Hildry out of the way a bit, uh, but in the heat of the moment, you just do not execute on that. And I think you kind of end up fumbling the push, uh, and in the scuffle, Cadmus, like, swings the blunt pommel trying to do as little damage as possible, and Hildry ends up a bit closer to Cadmus than he'd prepared for, so... Uh, go ahead and roll your damage, Cadmus. Non-lethal. Yeah, <laughs> non-lethal, yeah. And I'll roll an additional d4 because you hit harder than you expected to. Three, seven. <laughs> okay, I got a one. So she takes eight total damage and y'all, Hildry hits the fucking ground. And when that happens, I then awaken mind speak to him again and I go, yeah, yeah, you see, you did that before I could get over there. So that, that distraction didn't really <laughs> work that well because I still don't know what the crown looks like. I have to look into the bag first. Great. I wanna <laughs> Sorry. Just, I want to take a moment and I just want to like stare at her and like a, a little single tear falls down my <laughs> no, cheek. Like, she's not unconscious. Cadmus just fully drops her with that hit. And as she's shaking her head and trying to stand back up through a mess of red hair, you hear her muffled voice just, please, you, you have to keep it closed. Don't open that bag. But uh, it's it's like clear that you have a moment while she's reorienting, Peck. All right, then I will, uh, while like, what's her face isn't looking, uh, Hildy, Hild, Mildry, Mild, Hildry, uh, I, I would like to uh, use Minor Illusion and put the crown onto Harp's head. Yeah, you do that. And and she finally kind of gets upright and she strains to see you a bit more clearly, just like blinking a ton and trying to clear her vision. And then she sees you wearing the crown, Harp, and the recognition hits in an instant and her eyes go wide and she draws a sharp breath like she's going to speak, but she just can't. It's like she's fully terrified of what she's seeing right now. Uh, no thoughts on this, Mildry. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, you know her name, right? Uh, it's a peck thing. He's really bad with names. <laughs> uh, Hildry just can't take her eyes off you and the crown harp. And she says, oh, sweetie, what have you done? And she's almost bracing like she's expecting something awful to happen at any moment. Oh, wait, can I can I go up to harp and like quietly whisper? I say, do you remember what Kelimvor looked like? Oh, do you think you could shift into his shape? Oh, my God. I uh, yeah, I won't make you roll for that. I feel like that encounter itself is like burned into your memory. Uh, when you saw him, he was almost like crystalline and angular with this silver long hair. All right. Well, Harp uh, remembers this and she starts uh, transforming. While Hildry's looking at her? Yeah, why not? Okay. How's she going to know? Uh, okay. So you start to transform into what you remember Kelimvor looked like in the temple while wearing the crown right there in front of Hildry. Yes. Okay, I, I don't actually know what this looks like, and maybe we should workshop that at some point, because I'm sure you're picturing, like, a smooth and graceful transition. And meanwhile, I'm picturing American Werewolf in London. So, like, <laughs> but, I mean, like, either way, it's, like, unsettling, that's for sure. Uh, but, but I think she's watching this and, like, almost instinctively grabbing at her head again as if she thinks she's seeing things. And as you finish that transformation, she's clearly confused and maybe a bit frightened and, and speechless. I told you once we could be powerful allies to you and help you. As you can see, we weren't lying. Uh, yeah. How uh, dare you take my crown from me? I like that. Did you go to acting school? <laughs> uh, uh, 
game. This is fucking wild. I don't even know how to resolve it. I like, I need a minute. I don't know. All I know is this one so many times better than I thought of it. I was like, they put the crown on. No, like, it's like incredible. I love it. I just never, ever thought I would have to prep for this. I just, We're literally putting on a play for Hildry. <laughs> As she's on the ground and not looking at Harp, I turn to Harp and I say, you should ask her about how she got the crown and why. Yeah. Oh, boy. <clears throat> I don't know what to say. First thing that comes to mind, just go for uh, it. Uh, <laughs> you've betrayed me. I expect an answer immediately. Why did you take my crown? Uh, despite your performance, I rolled to see if she accepts that you're Kellenvor, and and she does. Uh, and she says, "Your crown. I took the crown because I, well, I thought it was the only thing that could help fix things. But but maybe that was a mistake after all. Fix what?" Arms flailing at this point. <laughs> You're flailing your arms at her? I feel like flailing my arms makes me look big. I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Can you roll for arm flail? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. Uh, you, you flail your arms and you ask what she's trying to fix. And she's like so convinced that you're Kellenvor here in person. And she says, I believe that this town and maybe even the Moonshays as a whole, that they're in danger. I'm not certain of this part, but... I believe that Behal's dark influence is at play. Now, everyone roll religion. 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 That was my worst roll. I rolled a three. Yeah, damn it. I thought you'd be a shoe in for this one, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I had proficiency in it. I had uh, the pluses to it. <laughs> How about everyone else? Yeah, I got a nine. I only got a five. Got a, I got a six. Uh, 19. Ooh. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, Kira, I feel like there's a good reason for you to have a working understanding of who Bahal is. Like, I think that maybe when you were sick as a kid, your father followed a lot of leads trying to get you well. Um, like scientific, well-grounded ones first. And then, you know, like as time went on, maybe a bit more uh, metaphysical and even extra planar towards the end there. And each time he thought he had found the solution, he'd, you know, he'd like excitedly tell you about it. And you remember Bihal. Oh, that's B-H-A-A-L, by the way, uh, was like one of the possible leads somewhere in the middle. Uh, but something about this deity left your father uneasy and he couldn't or wouldn't pursue it. Uh, but you know enough about him to know that long, long ago, before Kalimvor presided over death and the afterlife and the balance of things, that was Bihal's job. And it's it's not anymore. I will relay that to uh, everybody. Okay. Do you relay it out loud or like with the mind link? I'm going to mind link it. Yeah, probably a good call. Yeah. So uh, everyone would have access to that info, let's say. And uh, she's saying that she thinks Bihal is at work here somehow. And what would make you think this? She says, I believe that his influence has reached a, a prominent figure in the city. And Ooh. it's the captain. I, yeah, at I, that point, I look at Cadmus. Is a, is a sign of being evil uh, enjoying terrible bacon? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you asking her that? I am. <laughs> okay, she, uh, hmm. Because, listen, go with me here. Oh, no. I think Ansel is evil. That tracks. It uh, does track, though. Uh, uh, when you say Ansel's name, Peck, you catch a glimpse of her eyes widening just a touch. Oh, oh, so, I, I, so you see you should have trusted us, baby. I would much rather kill him than you. He's a paladin <laughs> that's forsaken his oath. And made bad bacon and enjoyed it. Uh, I told you when I met you and I gave you that shamrock, we were trying to help you. 
Um, and then as I say that I'm going to use my, I have to use it as the second level and it's the last thing I can do, but I'm going to cure her, her wounds again. Okay, yeah. Because now I feel really bad. And I say that, I said, so it was Anziel. who She says, uh, thank you. Uh, y- yes, that, that is who I mean. Uh, she's healed for 11 points. Okay, As cool. a sidebar. Well, I understand you not being forthcoming with this. I apologize for what has happened. You are clearly not the threat here. I will release her, touch her on the head. I will cast Lay on Hands and dump 18 points of healing into her. Wow. Yeah, okay. That helps a ton, though. Like, you see the color come back to her face, and she's breathing a bit easier now. I shall cut her loose. Okay. And I uh, pick up the shamrock off the ground, and I put it in her palm, and I say, we're here to help. We want to stop this just as much as you do, but we need you to be forthcoming with us. She says, well, I, I had no idea you were working directly with Kellenvor, and, and well, I... He's a, he's a good friend of ours. <clears throat> yes, they are my, uh, associates. <laughs> Nod. <laughs> You're <laughs> really <laughs> bad at this. Let's roll deception. Oh, boy. And, and I guess let's make it a disadvantage, actually. Uh, oh, that was a natural 20. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I... <laughs> sorry, sorry, I didn't sorry. do disadvantage yet. It's all good. Just roll another real okay, quick. Just roll, roll another, another natural, natural 20. 20. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's <laughs> even better. What'd you get, Kevin? <laughs> it's a 22. So the natural 20 was the lower roll. The natural 20 was a 23, Tyler. No, I mean, oh. Chandler, please. <laughs> Give him this one. <laughs> she says, uh, okay, uh, how much do you know already? Uh, how can I help? We know probably less than you do. Uh, Kellenvor was the one who told us about the artifact and let us know it was missing. We know that the undead have been getting raised. Um, we met the rogue, if you know her. Uh, she, like, scrunches up her nose and brow in thought for a moment, and she says, I'm not certain I do. Uh, was it Amwell? Her name was Arwell. 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 Uh, yes, yes, she was this uh, terrible rogue that uh, some people decided to trust. Uh, pretty <laughs> sure she's going to be pretty dangerous later. But uh, <laughs> Well, if she was working with this one, perhaps she's not all evil. Uh, she wasn't, as, as we can tell. Uh, do you know this Arwell at all? Mildry? <laughs> My man. You- uh, she says, the name doesn't ring any bells, no. Mm, yes, yeah, so you Great. don't know her. See, she doesn't know Great. her. It's fine. She's evil. Um, so, uh, <laughs> should we just go confront Anziel? Well, he's... Um... As much as I would love to do this, he has the full might of the town behind him. He has the entire guard. Yes, but we we have a guard with us. No, no, no. This time we actually need a plan instead of sending you up into places all the time. Uh, I think at hearing you mention this, Hildry like stands up and walks to the middle of you all and says, I understand that you want to help and take action now, but I think that it would be a really bad idea. Listen, if it were that easy, I wouldn't be sneaking around alone trying to get that thing to work, would I? And she like points to the crown on top of harp or to her Kellenvor's head, and she says, I know you'd been working fairly closely with him before, but I think you should distance yourselves. You, you can't let on to him that you know what he's up to without putting yourself in immediate danger. Hildry, we were in trouble the moment we got ourselves involved with this. It's going to be very suspicious if we don't go back. She says, hmm, that, that may be true as well. This is such a mess. Uh, do you think that there's any way you could keep your guard up in the meantime and, and slowly work on pulling away? What if we stage another undead attack here in Port Crescent? And perhaps during the uh, attack of the undead, our blade finds our way through him. Accidentally, of course. That sounds like a terrible idea. But, oh, wait, um, 
So right now, Anziel thinks we're all buddy-buddy with him and we're, and we're helping him. Uh, why don't you brew us up some more of that poison you used on the gods and we just slip it into one of Anziel's meals? Hey, bud. She's never made poison for you. Yeah, remember uh, when I thought she was evil and thought she'd poison the guard? Did, wait, did you not poison the guard? <laughs> she says, wait, did you, did you break into my home tonight because you thought you asked me to make antidote for the poison, remember? So you... You want the person who so po- who poisoned the guards? Arwell, the rogue. She told us that the rogue, the rogue did it. Did she? Yes, yeah, she man. Did. I don't remember what, why. Why did she do that? What What was her What was her reasoning for doing that? Did she was she working help? for someone. The thief skill. The thief skill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but oh yeah, she didn't say who paid her to do that. Duh. The uh, backtrack that that antidote you made us. Do you know how to make that poison? Because we could just can you slip, reverse it? We could just slip that poison in there. She says the hemlock toxin. Well, almost anyone could, but it's not lethal to most people. No, but we, uh, being as... But my blade is. Well, (laughs) we could could instead inform him that, uh, you know, his his god know that we dealt with it, so we can easily get him out of there. Then he he has no might of anyone behind him. We bring him here for you to, quote-unquote, heal him, where we do heal him, but then we have him captured, and then we can interrogate him without anyone being the wiser. Uh, she says, again, I-, I appreciate that you want to help fix this, but I do believe that confronting him in person is a mistake. And you you might very well be right, Hildry, but perhaps if he Hildry. thinks we're friends... I said, Did I not say Hildry? Yes, who's Hildry? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> perhaps you might be right, but maybe leveraging our friendship with him might get us more. Uh, yeah, she turns back to Harp and she says, Kalimbo, we seek your guidance. What do you suggest we do? <laughs> um, this, this takes time. Ah, uh, yes, gods uh, are I, vague. I, I, do my plan. Do my plan. Do my plan. Uh, I think we should take a night off. Ah, <laughs> oh, darn. Uh, <clears throat> Ah, uh, yes, his, him being in this mortal form must weigh heavily on his presence. Ah, uh, yes. Which is why he, <laughs> he had to uh, disguise himself. Takes less of uh, strain on, you know, a god to be in these mortal realms. You know okay, this. now you roll deception. <laughs> <sighs> I got a plus two to deception. How about that? What kind of paladin? That's a 17. <laughs> okay, no complaints here, I guess. <laughs> um, we, sh- we should also uh, find our, our good friend uh, Harp and, and, and loop her in on this, just for future reference. Uh, she looks confused for a moment, and she says, Sorry, wasn't... Um, and she kind of points at Harp, who's disguised as Kalimvor. Oh, oh, no. Harp was no. Kalimvor. Harp is our friend. Uh, Kalimvor merely uh, stepped in. Uh, so so we, they could blend in with us and come into the town. Mm. It'd be quite confusing to have two harps yes, running around. Yes, you, you understand. Hop doesn't have the ability to look any different. Okay, wait. So hop, hop, it'd be weird if we had two hops walking around. And I don't want to, like, make you keep rolling. Like, I don't want you to get caught, but you keep making new ridiculous claims. See, the more, li- the more lies you make. <laughs> yeah, Peck, roll deception. <laughs> we, have, we have to bring in Harp next time without her questioning. She watched oh, her change. Yeah, but that Kelly, uh, the god can do I mean, that. I have to I assume mean, that she's under the right. impression that, That's like, fine, that's a 23. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, I guess. Like, she's under the impression that Kelimvor was, like, walking the mortal plane as Harp, like, as an avatar. Oh, yeah, I know, but but Harp can shapeshift. I don't know. I, I, I mean, Kelimvor just uses Harp as a vessel. 
that's good. Okay, that's, that's good what we're going to go with. <laughs> that is better. That is better. <laughs> that is the worst. But okay, I guess we're going to keep that story. I, it took us 40 I minutes much to get prefer there. that. I, I do the vessel thing. I say that instead. <laughs> um, but I do have to say, Harpas usually doesn't look like herself. So she was our well before. I hate to kill. Oh, oh that's true. Right, yeah. She so, was. So <laughs> I never changed back. I was our well the oh, whole yeah. time. Wow, yeah, okay. So this is a little awkward. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't really show her real form. Sorry, y'all. So next time we run into the real Arwell, uh, she's gonna think that this is the avatar of Kalimbor. <laughs> Super Ox. Um, lost my train of thought. Never mind. Perhaps we sleep on it. Come up with a plan tomorrow. He's not gonna go anywhere. He doesn't know anything better. Are you sure that's the best course mm-hmm. of action? I, I, think I mean, he's to. gonna be don't. suspicious if we don't. She says, uh, okay, wait, uh, are we on the same page? He's got some level of control over many people in town, and it's definitely unnatural. Like, I'm not talking about some little sociopolitical pressure here. I think we can keep an eye on him, at least for tonight, so he doesn't know that anything is amiss. We'll give him general updates, nothing with detail. Just say we went to the house and found nothing. Make him think we're still working the case. And then I heard him talking to someone. It- Perhaps I can sneak in and try to catch him tonight, get some more answers before we act. If that's what you think is best, then then I'm with you. Uh, consider my wagon hitched, I suppose. But uh, are there any other leads you might want to follow? Now, we did go to the spelling bee, too, and she mentioned that a few scrolls had been stolen. Yes, by her. Was that you? <laughs> Hildry, like, oh, like, scrunches up her face and kind of looks down and she says, oh, I, I was going to pay her back. Ooh, ooh, and I was like, ooh, I was prepared for this moment. And I reach and I pull the scrolls out that are used and I slam them down in front of her and I go, you did this. Oh, yes, I, I did. And I felt awful about it ever since. No, I, we're not here to make you feel bad. I just want to know. I am. If, <laughs> <laughs> you're not helping me. I want to know if they were all you or maybe Ansel got some of his own. Yeah, she looks over at the scrolls you slammed down, Peck, and she kind of nods and she says, not all of them at once, but... These were all me. I can't believe I did in hindsight. Yeah, we're not a group to judge thieves. And I just look back at everyone. <laughs> I have not ever stolen anything. Uh, we just did earlier. Just but I never Actually, took he has anything. nothing in his pocket, yeah. Cause... I never took anything. And also my... and uh, Yeah, he, I mean, he didn't see the pack stealing either, so yeah. Oh, uh, look, Kellenvor, you must be fading being in this <laughs> vessel. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Yes, um, I will return for more answers when needed. And Kelvin is going to basically moonwalk out of that room. What? Why? Um, <laughs> that's, that's a weird way for him to leave the vessel. You're not just going to change back? Like, you moonwalk out of the no. room? Oh, well, I mean, I could. Uh, no, stick to I, it. Stick to it. Moonwalk out. That way she doesn't see the crown disappear the, off your head. Yeah, exactly. Fine, do it. I'm, oh just gonna, I'm just going to... We do not always know why gods do the things they do. I also want to add that minor illusion only lasts for one minute, so I was just recasting that like the entire time. It's like uh, Uh, fifty-eight. There, there it is. There it is. There it is. Keep it. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah. And around the corner, just change back into Arwell. Might as well keep that one going. I dropped the crown. And I'm back in the room. Oh, hey guys. What did I miss? Arwell, welcome back. Oh, thank you. Okay, wait, wait. I have logistic questions. 
Don't think too hard. The crown's hard. back in the bag. No, like... Just don't think about no, it. I have questions about why there would be two Arwells, but only one of them is a vessel for Kelimbor and Harp exists. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Arwell. There's only... What are you talking this about? This is why we should have killed Arwell. Hey, I was the one who was for that, so you shut your mouth. No, I'm, I'm a Greek with you now. Yeah, too late for that. So now we have to hunt down Arwell and kill her. No, we don't. Okay, but like, you brought Arwell up. Oh, we did We did mention to Hildre that Yeah, we, by name. I did mention Arwell. Never mind. She doesn't know what Arwell looks like, though. It's a, it's a common name in these parts, don't you know? No. Okay. So are we all done here? What was your plan with the crown? What was the point of it? Uh, she says, well, actually, the, the undead was the point of it. But bringing them here did what? She clearly wants to tell you something, but it's apparent that she thinks it'll be difficult to explain, or uh, maybe you'll think she's crazy. And she kind of nods as if, like, you know, like making up her mind to just say it. And she says, uh, if Ansiel gains his influence over others through Behal's aid, that power would need to come from Behal's domain, the domain of blood. I believe that Ansel uses some kind of blood-based magic. Yikes. Chandler is getting in on it. Yikes. <laughs> and, and yeah, like none of you have ever heard about blood magic or if it even exists. Like I've never sold blood to someone. <sighs> He's in on it, Chandler. Yep, that's that 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 was uh that was my reaction. It sounds like this entire town is in on it. <laughs> We're gonna have to kill everybody here. <laughs> she says uh I've been piecing this together for, uh, well, let's just say quite some time now. I'm positive his power comes from blood. If I tried to face him myself, well, that'd be a bad idea for a number of reasons, honestly, but... Do you uh, believe that he can, can, if he was to get people's blood, he could use that to control or influence the person? She says, that's exactly what I think. I'm almost positive that if someone were to confront him directly and he could get control of them with their blood, that, that'd be it. And I don't know if you've ever tried to get blood from an undead creature before, but... Never. <laughs> uh, she says, well, it's like they don't have any. Uh, not really, anyway. Not anymore. And I can't be positive, but I have to believe that life itself is what imbues the blood with power. Weird. Yeah, I guess, I guess that makes sense. And I knew about the crown and, and what it was capable of. And I, well, I just thought, and she kind of trails off and shakes her head. Well, I, it's okay because I do not believe that anyone has any of our blood. I feel like we're all safe. No, None yes, of us absolutely. has given our blood Never. or lost it at any point. So I feel like we are, we are probably okay on that count. I can only assume, yes. That's, that's great to know, <laughs> but uh, you should make keeping it that way your top priority. I wouldn't even accept healing magic from those you don't fully trust for now. Least of which from Ansiel or his guards. Hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, rest up. Uh, forget everything that happened here today, except that we are the good guys. And um, may the Doombringer bring you solace. <laughs> We're the good guys. May the Doombringer <laughs> bring you solace. So just, just for side note, uh, to make sure we're all on the same page, uh, Kalimvar is going to keep the crown, just so you're aware. Or we learn to control it, and we raise our own undead army. Oh, God. Or we return it. <laughs> or we find a place to hide it so that Ansel doesn't get his hands on it. Uh, she looks at Harp, who I guess looks like Arwell, uh, but she believes somehow contains Kalimvar, and she says, I'm sure you'll be able to guide us in the best way to proceed. I, we... We will take care of this. <laughs> Wink. Well, um, right. have a good night. 
<laughs> Sorry about your night. Let's just let's just go, everyone. Okay, yeah. You you begin to leave Hildry in her apartment above her shop. Uh, just remnants of magical vines and broken glass and cut ropes strewn about the floor. Are you uh are you still hurt at all? Uh, she kind of looks down at herself and, and shakes her head. No, she's at full health now. But <laughs> it was oh, it was very close there for a moment, gang. All right, great. No, we just gave her a really shitty night. I'm gonna have to check the fantasy Geneva conventions on this one. Yeah, <laughs> Cadmus is just wild. Yeah, well, Cadmus, we didn't I, do anything. I, to be fair, I um believed she was bad. <laughs> yeah, clearly. I like to imagine we're having this conversation as we're like walking down the stairs yeah, in and we're just like, yeah, clearly. <laughs> she can hear everything. Listen, I judge people by their actions, not words, and her actions were um not great. Absolutely. You're, you're really going to have to reel that back, though. Your detective work is clearly garbage. We solved the case, did we not? Yeah, poorly. I had to turn into Listen, Kellen I don't need this from you right now. <laughs> I think we handled that pretty well. That was pretty creative. Better than killing yeah. her. Let's just less torture, baby, next time. Yes. I next feel a time, little better that we're still friends. Listen, now we just have to go defeat the captain of the guard, who is a blood magic user. Yeah. All right, but we need like a solid plan for that one. Yeah, I also need a, a pretty solid long rest because I am absolutely <laughs> useless right now. Out of spells? I'm out of spells, out of wild shape, out of everything. Before we head back, we're going to have to do something with the crown. Ugh. Uh, I can always stick it in my in bag, bag of holding. Oh, yeah. That'll work perfectly because since, be as I stated before, no one has any of our blood. So if they were to control <laughs> any of us, that wouldn't like you wouldn't like pull it out or anything. So that's yes. a solid plan. Yes, I, mean, I, I have this plan. bag. It's te technically in a pocket dimension, so no one should be oh, able yes. to detect it or locate it if we put it in here until we get a time where we can return it. You're, are you the only one that can pull it out, or if I know it's uh, in there, any, can I If, pull if it you out? know that it's in there, you can reach inside and take it out. Mm, yes. Or you can dump it over and turn this inside out and everything will fall out of it. But I feel as if that would be better than hiding it somewhere where anyone could come across it. You may be right. And Cadmus, like you said, no one has our blood. And if they did, I think we can all make a pact. If anyone Let's make so. a pact right now. <laughs> yes. Pact. Has anyone lost any blood around anyone recently? Uh, I haven't got no. Um, uh, me, uh, Kira, how about you? Nope, I haven't. Good. Well, if we can all say right now, if any of us lied to each other and... I don't know, we lost any blood knowingly yeah. that they're dead to me and I'll have to kill Absolute. them. Absolute. I, I think that that is the only thing that could happen there. Excellent. So we make a pact. If any one of us gets overtaken, the rest of the group must take us down. Um. Yes. <laughs> let's let's make an oath right now. And if we make the oath, I will have to abide by it. I think, so that's I think a, this is wonderful. Before, before, before we all agree to this person's oath, didn't we just see him almost torture someone to death? I believe I was following an oath. Yes. And if I follow oaths, so, I So follow to oaths. that point, do we want to follow his oath? You do not have to follow them. I'm just letting you know that I, I will. I pulled out that pamphlet that he gave me earlier and I said, you know, he had some interesting points. <laughs> <laughs> The Doombringer is a just god. Yes. Would you like me to read some of him to you? I, I think I'm okay. Do you want a pamphlet? Maybe you can look it over. I'm good. All right. I put my hand in, and Simon also climbs into my hand. Is anyone else making the pact? I oh. will make the pact. Right. I'm definitely making the <laughs> pact. We're all multiclassing as warlocks right now. <laughs> I walk away. I go, yes, I... 
I'll meet up with you later. I do have uh, I have some business to attend to. Cadmus is suspicious. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's pull on this thread a moment then. Uh, where are you going? I'm gonna go sell a ring. <laughs> okay, you can definitely accomplish that. Like, I won't make you role play finding someone and haggling and junk unless you have someone specific in mind to try and sell uh, it I'm to you. I'm just gonna sell it to a random person who'll buy it, and then I wanna I wanna after I feel as if no one is following <laughs> me, I wanna swing by uh, I wanna swing by uh, bloodletting. Oh, <laughs> okay. but you bet your bottom dollar that I'm going to try to follow him. Uh, I mean, roll stealth if you are. Uh, to which I trip and fall and say, oops, Oops. sorry, I'll be going the other way now. Yes, that's quite, I'm just going to sell this normal ring (laughs) to get some money so I can buy some scrolls. Um, while they are doing this, I am going to go to the tabernacle and try and see if they can let us have a couple rooms for the night. Okay, yeah. I've only got, like... 18 gold, well, so... Perhaps we should go and offer the musical services again. <laughs> or maybe we can find that fan fellow, see where he crashed. Yeah, he did disappear. Maybe he's... What if he's been taken over by <gasps> blood magic? Oh, no. Maybe that's why he disappeared so quickly. Uh, I'll, I'll go in with the intent to pay for the rooms and then see if I can maybe talk him out of something. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've done this bit before. Uh, just go ahead and roll persuasion with advantage. Uh, it's a 14. Yeah, uh, let's say you work out a deal for two rooms. So peck in one and everybody else in the other. <laughs> Listen, you have no reason to know. <laughs> You're the only one that didn't make the pact oath. I had. I said I had to go sell some stuff. We all had our hands in. Uh, after I, I sell the, the first weight ring to like whoever will buy it. Uh, I had to I had to butt bloodletting and I, and I come inside. Okay. Um, Denor. Oh shit! Look at you remembering his name. <laughs> wow. Yeah, Peck, Peck remembered this guy. He he sold him something. He sold him something. He's right there in the chat. <laughs> There's that. So yeah, you uh, you walk into the dimly lit and sporadically decorated bloodletting, and you notice that many of the items that were here the last time don't seem to be around anymore and a handful of new ones have taken their place, all with price tags like before. And Denor is there, his back to you, fussing with a label on one of the many vials of blood on the floor-to-ceiling shelf behind the counter. And when you call his name, he turns and, and he recognizes you with a slight smile and sort of subtly slides the bell on the counter to the side behind some empty vials, and he says, Ah, oh, welcome back, friend. I knew I'd see you again. I'm yes. excited to see what you've brought in today. Uh, questions? Mostly. Um, I need you to be honest with me. Can you be honest with me? Uh, He sort of stands up a bit straighter and he looks at you like furrowing his graying brows and he says, certainly, Uh, how can I help? Are you a vampire? Uh, uh, He kind of relaxes a bit and he's like, oh, I see you're, you're doing a little joke. It's because of the blood, right? Uh, yes, uh, more of a, more of an actual question. What, what do you need the, what do you use the blood for? Do you use it for blood magic? He says, blood magic? Yes, magic with blood. <laughs> My friend, I'm not entirely certain such a thing exists. Uh, the vibe check. Yeah, roll a vibe check. Plus zero to vibe. Uh, uh, 14, almost an at 20. Yeah, you're registering what you believe to be genuine confusion on his face. Cool, good to know. Uh, why, why do you deal in blood? Could you be honest with me on that? Uh, he says, you know, I, I often find myself asking that same question every now and then. I, I didn't always. This used to be mainly an import goods and curio shop. A long while back when I was a younger man, someone bartered with rare blood in exchange for an item I had for sale. 
I thought it might add some intrigue to the sort of strange and macabre museum-y side of the shop that used to exist here, so I obliged, and it seems as though I just woke up one day, an older man with a shop full of blood, so the, <laughs> the rebrand began. Though now I, I'm not sure. I suppose I just find it interesting. Do you not find it interesting? Uh, blood, uh, not really. A little bit, uh, lightheadedness comes to mind. <laughs> I'm glad Peck is just now realizing that people who deal in blood is kind of weird <laughs> and kind of suspicious. <laughs> um, so you don't use it for any nefarious things, do you? <laughs> he's, uh, he's starting to look a bit concerned now. Uh, are you are you religious? Uh, good question. I, mean, I can roll for it. One second. That answers the question. <laughs> Hold on, we're randomizing. <laughs> he goes. Ah, I love that Baal character. He's <laughs> great. Oh wait, damn! You're not gonna believe this. I just I generated this little tidbit on NPCGenerator.com, uh, not a sponsor, uh, and it says, "I shit you not." He quietly worships Kalimvor, god of death and the dead. Oh, wonderful. Does he tell me that? Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, so just for, for note, because uh, I've been learning a bit, uh, the stuff that happened in Holyhead, um, please, uh, I, I am so unknowing. Uh, Calamore wasn't always the god of the dead, was he? He says, well, it's interesting, actually. There have been many, and nearly all the gods, Calamore included, were mortals once. Uh, so who was the most recent before Calamore? I can never tell if this is a Peck thing or a Chandler thing. <laughs> Bit of both. Bit of both. Remember when I couldn't pronounce Forload? Well, you know, there's that. You still can't pronounce it. <laughs> is it not Forload? Furlow. Forlow. Well, I'm adding ED to it. No, you're, I mean, you're changing the second letter. It's Furlow. Like a fur coat. Oh. Furlow. There it is. <laughs> Furlowed. So anyway. Uh, just from, uh initial talk to the guy, I feel like I trust him. Okay, then. <laughs> you trust him enough to give him your blood. No, 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 that wasn't really trust. That was more so I wanted something. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah, on the plus side, I made 100 gold. Yeah, you sold the ring. Proud of you. Oh, thanks. I'm going to lose 30 gold in a second, though. <laughs> Are you going to buy your blood back? No, I'm going to buy uh, five familiar scroll. You don't want to buy your blood back? Yeah, it's fine. Why are you buying five? But No, dog. <laughs> Find. Oh, find familiar scroll. Is it five yes. familiar scrolls? Oh no! What is find wrong familiar. With you? So I can copy it over, so I can, I can irritate Corey more with my broken character, and then it'll be a, uh, a, a unseen servant wearing a black outfit with a pseudo dragon on one shoulder and some other type of creature on another shoulder, make it a raven just to piss off Cadmus. <laughs> Are you done with Denor here? No more questions for him. I take it. Do gods work like the Sith? You have to kill one to become one. Some you become a uh, I mean, you know, specifically for gods of death, that is sometimes the case. Yeah, like if you're gonna steal a throne, you might have to depose a monarch or two, you know. Uh, but sometimes gods just kind of pass on their domains to someone else peacefully. Oh, man, now Elwyn's a little bit interested in becoming a god. Oh, no. Hmm. You just got to get to level 20 first. You just got to get to level 20. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you for that. Um, Yes, uh, I, I I will be on the lookout for some more blood for you, and, I, and I'll come back and buy some more things. He says, oh, of course, my friend, please do. You know, I, I've had more than one offer on that vial you brought me the other day. It's Oof. an excellent sample. <laughs> Yikes. But something inside was telling me I should hold on to it. Oh. Keep it on display for now. It's quite rare, of it course. It is. I, I don't think you should ever, ever really give it to anyone else. He kind of nods and says, for now, at least, you might be right. I just, between you and me, I trust you. Um... 
have a nice day. He confusedly waves goodbye to you. Yeah. And I'll, also, I want to swing by and pick up the five familiar scroll I'll, for 30 gold. Yeah, you go double back to Moira and you snag that scroll for 30 GP. No problem. But who tried to pick your blood? You're good. It's fine. It's fine. Apparently not important. It's fine. Is, <laughs> is it? That's, that's soon to be enemy. That's just what Peck is saying in his head. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's probably fine. God, Mist, I think you have a new mission. It's probably Especially fine. Especially if he gets to level 20 and ascends to godhood. <laughs> it's fine. You got it. It's fine. If he's made it to level 20, then that means I've made it to level 20 and we'll just both become gods. I'll take over for whore and uh, we'll battle I'll it out. I'll become the knowledge god. I don't know. So what's everyone else up to? Well, we were just all, you know, being solemn that we uh, made this pact and oath together that uh, if anything should happen, we give ourselves permission to... Uh, you know, murder each other or yep. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's like the zombie pact. If you become a like zombie, just kill anymore. your friend. <laughs> <laughs> just because you're the only one that willingly gave up his blood to some unknown person. Yeah, you literally you don't just know met. about that, though. So it's fine. We don't, but that's what makes a pact even better. Because we're acting out of sincerity. I mean, we're all definitely suspicious, though. <laughs> I think we should at least check in with Ansel, and perhaps we don't stay the night, but we need to keep up appearances. Okay, let's just have a, a, a story straight before we go in there and we start making things up and we all look stupid. <laughs> and then we turn into Kelimvor, right, Kelimvor? Oh, got him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, yeah. That's that's how ratios work. <laughs> Hope that helps. So, what does that have to do with Horatio? But like Horatio from Hamlet. Like what? Yeah. How is he going to oh, evolve? Can you, I don't know who Horatio is, Corey. Can you explain that one? Horatio is an NPC you haven't met yet. Oh shoot! Oh, that's the big bad. <laughs> must be in that shop. BBEG. Well, I'm just glad we found the big bad before any plot twists happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we haven't hit any of those yet. Hey, what's a plot twist? I've always wondered. Chandler, were you just born? Yes! 